0: Welcome to the Footwear Insight Extra podcast from Formula 4 Media in Great Neck, New York. Formula 4 Media publishes vertical trade magazines, Outdoor Insight, Team Insight, Textile Insight, and Footwear Insight with related digital publications, Team Insight Extra twice monthly, Textile Insight Extra once a month, and Footwear Insight Extra on Wednesdays. Now it's time for the latest podcast. Today, I'm speaking with Ms. Sharon Whiteley, whose broad career has ranged from inventor and manufacturer to both entrepreneur and author. And throughout, she has aligned her business models with her personal values of nurturing human potential and promoting positivity. Her resume milestones include a dozen years in specialty retail shopping center development, where, among other things, she created and executed the transitory merchandising push cut concept at Boston's Faneuil Hall Marketplace. And she's also the co-author of the Old Girls Network, Insider Advice for Women Building Businesses in a Man's World. And finally, uh, Sharon is the CEO of, was CEO of Listen Brands, a lifestyle company that created products that enhance people's lives through grounding, also called earthing. The company's flagship line was a collection of classic and fashionable footwear under the Plugs brand. Ms. Whiteley is currently CEO and co-founder of a new grounding footwear company called Harmony 783 that she launched in November 2020. Also, she's the founder and CEO of 247, a firm that focuses on natural, safe, and toxic-free antimicrobial products embedded or infused with real silver well good afternoon and welcome to the Fuller insight podcast sharon
1: what's it thank you for having me it's great to be here
0: let's start off our podcast with the first question i, I wanted you if you could discuss briefly you know tell our listeners how and why you decided to pivot from specialty retail earlier in your career and other business ventures into entrepreneur with the co-founding of harmony 783
1: Okay. Well, um, it's actually I, I don't think I had much of a choice. I was born an entrepreneur. I come from a retail family, and um, I'm an identical twin. We definitely prove out the DNA concept for sure. But um, so um retail has been a part of my life, and every single venture I've been in my whole life has included it. I've also been a manufacturer and a marketer and an inventor and other things, but retail is is uh, is has been there from the onset. So
0: And as for Harmony 783 and the premise of grounding and earthing, you know, I know you talked about it in our pre-interview a little bit about it, but is it easy for consumers to understand the concept? Can you talk about that? And also maybe secondly, talk about your brand seems to be tied into sustainability with its various components. Talk about both those issues.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. So I'm going back, let me just try to be as concise here as I can. A decade ago, I had the opportunity to sit in a lecture and that's when I first learned about earthing and grounding. It was by a cardiovascular doc by the name of Dr. Stephen Sinatra. And I never heard of grounding. I mean, excuse me, I never heard of earthing. And I thought grounding is what you do to kids when they blow curfew quite frankly, but my half at science course paid off and I got it that the earth is an electrical field. that has really good natural energy in it called electrons and our bodies are electrical systems. Uh, but, but, um, and when we first came on earth, you know, people went barefoot and then they wore pure leather skins for footwear and pure leather is also what's called conductive. You get that connection, the good stuff from the earth into your body. But with the advent of the synthetic footwear, that all got cut off and really insulated. So um, the premise of it really made a lot of sense to me, and I was intrigued. And as I was walking around the trade show at this conference, I stopped dead in my tracks and I said, shoes, what better way to get grounded than through your feet? That led to a year of research in the creation of my f- former company called Plugs, a P-L-U-G-G-Z, which had carbon and rubber plugs that were grounding. Anyway, fast forwarding, I sold that company a few years ago, I had the opportunity, and uh, life was just going along merrily. I happened to have a life event uh, called a heart attack, and had I not been living a grounded life and so forth, I don't know that I'd be on this podcast. Anyway, I was approached by one of our customers who said, how would you like to create another grounding footwear company? And with well, some that have more robust styles as well, of uh, things that you can lace up and tie up, um, our earlier line was more street shoes with plugs. And so that led to uh, uh, the year of the, 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 the planning and so forth and the launching of Harmony 783, which we just launched actually really pretty much uh, just at the beginning part of this year so that is a new grounding footwear company that has both everyday street shoes we say from the morning to night beach to the boardroom and you can be wearing biomechanically correct trend on not fatty but really stylish classic shoes and you can do your body great things by you know by just wearing these shoes sorry about the sustainability um we thought we personally think that it's every citizen's job and every manufacturer's job to do whatever we can. We are powered by the earth, so to speak, so to speak. The the earth and the ground is our basic ingredients. So, but we're also we're also thoughtful and conscious and care very much about the environment. So, unlike a Rothy's or an Allbirds, where their their sole their main cause is around that aspect, we are very big believers in it. Our shoes have um, have what it's called bloom. B-L-O-O-M, um, and their E V A, which is um, an algae product. We save ninety thousand liters of water with our shoes. Um, all of our packaging, whatever we can do, is very bio friendly. So we strive and we incorporate that in. And we're we're really to some extent we're also we're really about human sustainability. So it is very important to us. Our cause, our cause is grounding. It's our, I mean our main purpose. But sustainability is very much part of part of our vision and part of our responsibility.
0: And and just two follow-ups to that, Sharon. Uh, First of all, tell me about the names, how many 783, where they came from, and secondly, do you think in this pandemic world that people will get earthing and grounding more than ever
1: okay well harmony 783 hard to find a name that we could get a registered trademark for that was befitting and had the right vibration for what we were doing and that was also male and female and and, and gender difficult um our name harmony which we love what the harmony stands for but 783 is really important 7.83 is what is the is this is what the formula is for the frequency of the Earth to the planetary system is called the Schumann resonance. So we took a little bit of liberty. We took out the period and we said, okay, it's harmony seven eighty three. That's where our name came from.
0: And what about my, in my follow-up, what about the idea of the, this pandemic world? Will consumers oh, yeah. looking for wellness, will they get it more than ever now?
1: Or? Well, you know, well, it's, it, get it, get it more than let me say they have in the beginning. Um, we've definitely been, and I personally have been the pioneer with the arrow on your back and been out there too early and too soon. Um, I'm not big into jargon. However, the zeitgeist of the times we're in right now is dramatically different than a decade ago. I mean, uh, people like John Kabat-Zinn was considered a cult and right now meditation, which he stands for and mindfulness is, is it's you know, incorporated into a lot of corporations. Um, so that the times we're living in the, the general orientation of the world I think has been definitely leaning towards safe um, efficacious and alternative ways of, of being well and so forth. And I'd say there is an education to it. We are not woo woo crunchy granola. There's a lot of science behind grounding. Then there's I think twenty four at this point scientific studies. So uh, this uh, this again is is based in science but it is the, but some people know about it there definitely are fans that and that's also called earthing earthing and grounding but there is a lot of education I will say a lot of people you know you can be talking to them and they're probably rolling their eyes in the back of the head when you're speaking they're not really interested but many are curious because it sort of makes sense we all know about the earth and about the electrical field that is in the electrons and we can get the concept of it but that is that extra step but it's also what is Make, makes our line distinctive, value-based, and we think worthy. Nobody needs another shoe line, quite frankly. There's a lot of great shoes out there. Nobody needs just another trend on cute, even biomechanically correct, which our shoes are shoes. So we think this is a very distinct, but value-driven, very legitimate benefit to our footwear.
0: And I know that uh, I don't, we the next question about your distribution and such, but I did want to ask, do you think the storyline at traditional retail can be explained, obviously it's important for the salesperson to explain to the customer your story of what what makes your shoe different than another shoe that's next to it on the wall or whatever, correct?
1: you know, with, with plugs too, we had some concepts of sort of like, if they weren't store within store stores, uh, they were merchandised areas where, I mean, just to put our shoes, or I think maybe any shoe without a story on a shelf, is tough. And and we are highly experiential. I've always had the dream of, uh, I mean, I could see it now, um, an experiential the store where there's shoes there, a little area, put your tootsies on the ground, get grounded, a little bit of a juice bar up front, whatever. But anyway, I think um, in a store, even if there's a piece of of grass out there, and there's wonderful faux grass that's probably more expensive than Berber carpet, and the shoes are on it. And just there are some really easy storyboards about it, and and understanding it. So I think if. It- it's merchandised with a bit of a story inside of any retail environment. It garners attention. It stands out, and the shoes are also market worthy independently, whether somebody's interested in grounding or not. However, I have to say the grounding, the story behind grounding, is it just it's science, and it makes a lot of sense. And a lot of people that are curious and are interested in wellness, this this we believe would resonate incredibly well. But it is it's it's not it's not an automatic out of the gate, but it is. What our differentiator is. And we think we can't simplify how to tell the story.
0: Well, next I wanted to get to, um, I understand from your comments to me that your brand is for men and women, Now, who's the target audience and what about the retail price range and the various models and your distribution strategy at this point?
1: Well, you know, I've sort of grown up with a sort of, you know, beat into our head about we women being the majority of the consumers out there in the world, um, even the majority of sit-down lawnmowers. But um, but we do have men's as well. They're very distinctly different businesses. Even at Plugs, we tried some things with men's. It was a huge success. A lot of women buy for men. I'd say we're, we're pretty well split. I mean, I have to say our line is probably 60%, maybe 65% women in the balance in men. Some shoes, you might say, like the little the sneaker kick type of styles they could be or even our urban type of joggers they they're they're really um they're sort of you know gender neutral in some ways, but they're merchandised and color and stylized to be befitting. And then we do have very distinctly, you know, special women's shoes, whether it's a ballet or a loafer, like a smoking sliffer or a man's driver. Anyway, um, so we we do cater uh, to both. Uh, but I think, you know, from what everything we know will be taught, you know, women women do drive, you know, um, a majority of, uh, or a lot of the consumer product, but um, um so we we serve both, but I, we we are skewed. I'd say a little bit more so female. We also just brought we're just bringing out, in fact, this week, which they are awesome <laughs> grounding socks, which also have um, a silver in them, which is a mechanism we've used in our grounding. But um, so you so we also have socks that. Um, And you can get grounded wearing our shoes, but um, our socks will enhance it. So that's been fun. We're just coming out this week with those.
0: And also the target demo, is it the baby wore set? And what's the retail range from the shoes?
1: I'd say that this, uh, I'd say our market is really ageless. And by that, I mean, we're not, we're not merchandising to somebody with a birthday hat over their head. It's really more about uh, lifestyle and values than it is about age and price. Uh, price-wise, I think we're competitive with quality footwear out there. Um, our ballets are in the 100, 110 range grounded. Our, our bourbon joggers are in the 150 to 165. But these are also biomechanically correct. They all have uh, called trampoline heel or center of pressure heels. So, um, and they're designed very, very carefully, um, technically, so they're, they're comfortable, they're really good for your feet, and they're, they're, they're designed to support a normal walking gait, so they're in that range of um, 150 to 165 for the lace-up shoes, and, and, um, and um, bar, bar, lighter weight, and uh, ballets, and so forth, in the 100, 100, you know, 15 range, so. Affordable, but these these for for I'd say then they will last. They're 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 very well made shoes. So, um, I mean, if we're going to be in the wellness business, we sure want to make shoes that are good for people and will last. And where are they sourced? Um, the board, they're manufactured in Asia. Unfortunately, there is no, um, and our flip-flops come from Asia as well, which actually have little cookie mounds in them, so they're not just totally flat. They're they are also grounding. Um, in Asia, unfortunately, there's really no um, proliferation of manufacturing of, of footwear in the States. Maybe it'll come back someday, but they're made in Asia with with wonderful uh, factories where people care about their, their employees and people that have been in the footwear business a long time and because uh, we're very, very picky about quality in every single facet.
0: Since March is Women's History Month, we're wrapping up the month here shortly, and you've been a successful businesswoman over your career. I wonder if you could offer our listeners some insights on what you've witnessed about attitudes towards women in the boardroom and over the years, what, what was the biggest obstacle you ever faced and what advice you might give a young female entrepreneur or professional today.
1: Well, Ed, no. Well, I wrote an earlier book. I mean, I've written a book um, recently called Barefoot Wisdom, Better Health Through Grounding. I co-wrote it with an allopathic and integrative doc friend of mine. It's about the grounding, really netting it out, not dumbing it down. And a lot of stories about grounding, but I wrote an earlier book called The Old Girls Network, Insider Advice for Women Building Businesses in a Man's World. Let me just say this. It is not a snarky chick book, but women are acculturated differently, especially around access to capital. I have grown up as, an entrepreneur and I am gender neutral in that regard uh, one of my book partners was one of the managing first managing directors of Goldman Sachs <laughs> she had more causal feminine but um, so I did not personally ever experience any any uh, bias any negativity anything uh, that would help me hold me back and I was so naive out of sheer naivete and blind enthusiasm that's how I It started even in the shopping center development arena, which was highly male. I just didn't even know any better. So I personally have not experienced any bias to hold back, but I am a huge champion of women and women entrepreneurs. I think in the boardroom, I think it's still astounding how many major boardrooms and consumer product that don't have a lot of women. And we are a very significant part of the consuming population. That always befuddles me. Say, believe in yourself, just love what you do. Some days it's going to be the only fuel you'll have to somebody that's starting out but I am I I am a believer in possibilities and uh and dreaming the possible dreams. So
0: well thanks for joining me on the Four Insight podcast. Uh Sharon, I've been speaking with Sharon Whiteley, the co-founder of Harmony 783, based in Tucson, Arizona. And this is Bob McGee.